Welcome to the Overstated NFL Show, featuring Mike Lavery. I learned with the proper way to fold clothes. Steve Sabatini. This could be bad, Steven. This could be bad. Steven Reinman. They're not doing anything really well, but they're also not doing anything really bad. Joanna Johnson. I'm going to receive a lot of hate for this. Jason Oliva. When am I ever going to make a little uh, a bare paper towel holder ever again? And Bryce Finson. I would have liked the extra hour or two of sleep. The overstated NFL show. Are you ready? Let's go! What is up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Overstated NFL Show. It's just the two Wisconsin homies on this episode. It's myself and Joanna. Joanna, how are you doing? I'm wonderful. How are you? Good, good, good. As I said, um, I, I know that you're uh, you're having a rough day. You got to take a nap. You got to go to Woodman's. Um, you know, I had to <laughs> take my kids and my dog and move into my parents' house while we wait to move into our, our new house. So, yeah, I'm having a dirty martini right now. Life is just grand. I'm just so hungry. That's my problem. <laughs> Everything well, we will, else is great. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We'll, uh, we'll go pretty quick here. I mean, week seven is, I think, an awesome slate. I mean, I think when you get to, granted, we have the other week in the NFL, but when you get to this week, I feel like the the good teams start separating themselves. We're in the heart of October here. Uh, I think September, we've always said, is kind of an extra preseason for all these teams. I'm really excited. The buy teams for this week are Buffalo, the Cowboys, Jacksonville. I almost said San Diego, the LA Chargers, the Minnesota Vikings, and the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, Joanna, you're going to give the injury report for all these teams. Obviously, we're recording this on a Friday night. So, Thursday, if you missed it, we had Cleveland and Denver. Cleveland ended up winning that game. What does that do for Baker Mayfield? I don't know. That's an episode for the the recap in Week (laughs) 7 pod. So, we'll start with this. We are going to go the Cincinnati Bengals. At the Baltimore Ravens, the Baltimore Ravens are favored by six points. Again, I think whichever one you're going off of, we're going off of just sporting news just for this podcast. So we have the Cincinnati Bengals. They're a little bit surprising, I would say. Um, They played really good. Their only two losses are to the Chicago Bears, which I think that they should have won that game, and Mm -hmm. our Green Bay Packers. So Cincinnati is coming in to that game. They are 4-2. and Baltimore is 5-1. and This is going to be a really fun game, Joanna. Who do you got on the injury report, and what are your thoughts on this game? Okay, so the injury report for the Bengals is actually not bad. Um, We just have a defensive tackle and a defensive back. We have Shelvin and Davis. Um, I think that the Bengals are going to win. I don't like rooting against the Bengals right now because I also feel like Baltimore barely deserves to be 5-1. and I think they should actually be like 3-3. and (laughs) <laughs> so, I like it. Spicy. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. Um, and there's a bunch of people in our group that, you know, like they're like, Lamar's the best quarterback ever. And I don't see what they see. I he does like super electric things. Like he's obviously a quarterback that's not like other people, but meh. Um, they have a lot of people on injury. Um, as far as offense goes, we have Latavius Murray and Sammy Watkins, but they are like they're out out. Um questionable it's all um we have a couple tackles and all all defense so four people actually yeah this is this game's really interesting to me because i think we have been as nfl fans we're waiting for the letdown game for baltimore right i mean they get beat by vegas in week one they come back in week two against kansas city they win that that thriller 
against yeah. Kansas City, 36-35. That's a big game. And then remember, Detroit basically had him beat. We had Matt Prater, or I'm sorry. Ah, Jesus Christ. Who is the kicker for Baltimore? Why can't I say his name? We're going to edit this out. I'm gonna, oh, Justin Tucker. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Justin, my mind is, yeah, Justin Tucker kicks the longest field goal in NFL history, a 66-yarder. They end up winning that game 19-17. Denver, they handled pretty well. And then Indy, um, I remember this game very well. This was a Monday night game because um, I went against Lamar Jackson and Marquise Brown. I had about a 65-point lead, and I ended up losing that game. So they come back in that game. They win this overtime thriller against Indy. And then, you know, everyone, everyone I know, Joanna, was riding, hey, the L.A. Chargers are going to win, even though they got to go cross-country. They end up crushing the Chargers 34-6. I think Justin Herbert's MVP stock took quite the hit. Baltimore has a bye after this game. I don't know, man. I I really, really like Cincinnati. I thought they should have won that. Chicago game. Joe Burrow had about three turnovers in a row. Bang, 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 bang. The Green Bay game, they could have easily won. We all know, um, you know, our kicker Mason missed uh, a lot of missed field goals in that game, but they've been playing tough. You know, they beat Minnesota. They beat Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. I don't know. There's something about the Cincinnati team, but I'm going to go with Baltimore wins straight up, but I do like Cincinnati to cover in this game. Yeah. I don't know, man. I'm just, I, I like Cincinnati. Call me crazy, but I like Joe Burrow. I, I like the too. weapons they got around him. I like Jamar Chase. Like I just, I, I like Cincinnati. Yeah. It, well, it's just like fun this year. We have like these kid quarterbacks who are just like electric. And <laughs> I mean like that it was Herbert last year, right? Nobody even expected him to play. And then you just like look at him like, wide-eyed like you're so proud and now we have a few that are kind of doing that so I, I like it and Jamar Chase already has 25 catches 553 yards he's got five touchdowns already like did he <laughs> he's, he's a baller man like I wish <laughs> yeah. uh you know if we would have known that dude he probably would have been one of the one of the top three wide receivers selected in fantasy I mean he's he's just a beast you know he, he knows exactly what he's doing you gotta love it gotta love it yeah, as far as fantasy goes, like I, I always try to take at least one rookie on each of my teams. And this year I split it between Devonta Smith and Jamar Chase. And I just wish I would have taken Jamar Chase all the way. Yeah, he's, he's so good. <laughs> I know. He's 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 been a beast. Let's uh let's go to our next game, another noon game. We have the Carolina Panthers at the New York Giants. Carolina is favored. Carolina is favored by three. This is a weird, weird game. Um I think Carolina is a little bit of, I kind of said in the group, I'm not really sold on them. They're three and three. We all know the Giants, they're one and five. The Giants have basically nobody playing. I'm sure you're going to get to that injury report in a second here. But yeah. I just think Carolina is a flawed team. I thought their record, um, and when they were three and all going into that Dallas game, I didn't really like their record. I don't like, I mean, I like Sam Darnold, but I, I don't know. They, they're, they're coming into this game. They've lost three in a row. Joanna, hit us with the injury report for this game. All right, so Panthers right now out. Um, so we have their fullback, Giovanni Ricci, uh, wide receiver, Marshall, um, and then we have linebacker, Shaq Thompson. And then questionable, we have wide receiver, Alex Erickson, and then offensive lineman, Cam Irving. So Giants is a lot longer of a list. So guaranteed yeah. out, we have Saquon, Galladay, and Tony. Doubtful is defensive lineman, Danny Shelton. Uh, questionable, Evan Ingram, Sterling Shepard, Darius Slayton, and John Ross. So they are out of receivers right now. <laughs> this one, it appears. Um, yeah, I mean, Carolina should 
definitely win this um, pretty easily, I would imagine. Uh, their their defense is really good, um, and they don't really have anything to defend against, so they should be fine. They should be, and, and you're, you're spot on. I mean, Kadarius Tony has been really, really good for fantasy. I mean, he's been a very, very pleasant surprise. You know, we have Danny Dimes. He's got four TDs, four interceptions on the year. I don't know, man. Like, this game – I may watch a little bit. I mean, I got I got Chuba as uh, I'm starting him in fantasy this year. I don't know. I really this game just bores me. It really does. I think I think the Panthers are frauds. I thought their defense, as I said at the top, it was it was really good because they didn't play anybody. Like when when they went into that Dallas game, here's who the Carolina Panthers played: the Jets, the Saints, and the Texans. Yeah. <laughs> and then they've lost to their three losses have come to Dallas. Philly was a. I mean. Philly can play tough every now and then. I don't think Philly's that great, though, in Minnesota. So yeah. the two I think Philly teams, and the Panthers are kind of like in the same boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, I mean, Dallas and Minnesota, I mean, I think Minnesota's a very scary team as much as we make fun of them. And Dallas, is they're, they're going to win the mm-hmm. NFC East. I thought those two teams handled them pretty well. Uh, the, the Philly game was just weird. And, and sometimes that's that's life in the NFL. But I, I <laughs> Carolina should win this game. Uh, I know they're favored by three. This shouldn't even be that close. I would probably yeah. bet Carolina. This is a stay away game for me, but as we know in the NFL, who knows? Any on any given Sunday, anything can happen, right? And it's just <laughs> that's life in the NFL. So who do you got in this game, Joanna? I, I think that Carolina should take it and they should cover easy. I I, I, I agree with that, even though I, I think that game is a is a big stay away game. So <laughs> Next on the Scared, list, huh? Yeah. If I'm flipping around and it's on red zone, I'll maybe watch a little bit. But I do not plan on, uh, unless it's a barn burner, uh, having my TV be on any one of those games. But let's get to the next game, which you and I have great deal of interest in. The, the Washington football team at Lambeau Field at the Green Bay Packers. The spread in this game is Green Bay is negative nine and a half. I think that is a little too high for my liking, but yeah, you know, I agree. It, it is what it is. I think Washington is going to be able to hang around in that game. Maybe not mark like a good threat in a win, but Green Bay is five and one. They have been killing it, no problem whatsoever. And Washington kind of comes in this game at two and four. I think before the season, a lot of people thought that Washington had a chance to. W- to win that division. They haven't gotten really much out of their quarterback play. Ryan Fitzpatrick went down very early. Tyler Henneke comes in. That defense is not kind of what it was, I want to say. They have they lost to the Chargers. Yeah. They beat the Giants, which they easily could have lost. That was that offsides play in week two on Thursday night football. They got destroyed by Buffalo. They beat Atlanta. That was a very, very high-scoring game. And then they lost to New Orleans. And they lost to Kansas City, even though they had Kansas City. I think it was 13 to 10 at halftime. I, maybe it was 13 to 3. I can't remember. But I'm expecting Green Bay to come back. You got the injury report, Joanna. What do we got? Green Bay's got a lot of players coming back this game. Yeah, um, there's only four or five people total. So out, uh, we have offensive tackle Dennis Kelly and then center Josh Myers. Uh, questionable linebacker Preston Smith, um, defensive back Kevin King, and safety Savage. So, um, and then we also have our addition of Marcellus coming this week. He is. I wonder how much he's going to yeah, play yeah. at all. I don't know. I mean, like their defense isn't super great, so <laughs> they should just plug him in and see what happens. 
Um, <laughs> as far as the football team goes, um, out guaranteed is Samuel, Cam Sims, and then Samuel Kosami. Um, I don't, I don't even know who that is. He's an offensive tackle though. Uh, and then we also have Brandon Sheriff, uh, who's a guard. Yeah. Questionable. Think- Gibson. Well- Hold on. <laughs> William Jackson and Sh- and Shakatoni. Ooh. That's a fun name. That is um, a fun so, name. yeah. Um, I, like, I, I feel like the Packers should win, but I, I do think you're right. I think it's going to be closer um, than what the spread is. At the same time, like, could Green Bay completely blow them out? Yeah, for sure. Um, but I don't. I don't know if they're going to. I'm, I'm with you. I, I think that the the Homer fan in me wants them to just blow them out. Like I think Green Bay needs a solid offensive game. I think the loss of MVS as their deep threat has really hurt them, especially as teams play that too high safety look against them so much. But as you said, the, the reinforcements are coming. Kevin King is expected to play. Darnell Savage is expected to play. Uh, David Bakhtiari is back at practice, which, I mean, he's not going to come back this game. You know, Green Bay's got a short week after after today. They after Sunday they play Arizona on Thursday night football. Who would have thought that that game was going to be good? I can see Green Bay kind of overlooking Washington a little bit. I expect Green Bay to win this game. I think Washington can maybe score a late touchdown just to stay within you know that ten to seven point range. But I'm I'm hoping as a Packer fan this game is over by halftime. But Knowing how this Packers offense hasn't quite clicked, and with the, with all the injuries that they have, I can definitely see Washington hanging around a little bit. It's a it's a noon game at Lambeau. I don't know. It it just it just. I hope it's not a trap game. I like I said. I think Green Bay should win this game, but I don't know. Who do you like? You like Green Bay in this game? Yeah, I I just don't know if I would take them with the spread though. Yeah, I I that might be a stay away for me. I don't know, and I I'd never like to bet against the Packers, but. No, who knows? I mean, I think Green Bay has kind of been living on the edge a little bit, if that is uh, any indication, especially with that yeah. Cincinnati game. I think some of these in that you look at the San Francisco game, they just haven't been able to kind of have that kill shot to put teams away. But, you know. Yeah, yeah. like they've all been close or anything can really happen. Yeah, yeah. It's just yeah. an <laughs> odd, odd game to me. You get these weird matchups where Washington is two and four. I don't know. I don't know. If, I think if Washington loses this game, they're done. And you, you know, you never know how a team is going to respond to that stuff. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. So I do have to bring this up, though. What do you think about Washington considering doing a trade with Tua? I don't know. I, I, I think it, it, it all depends. I don't know if how close Washington is, right? I, I think that Last year, that defense was really good. They got four first-round draft picks. We hear about it all the time, but they didn't really play any great quarterbacks. I mean, you just look at the NFC East from last year. Carson Wentz was a shell of himself. Dallas had no Dak, and the Giants have not a good quarterback in Danny Dimes. I, I just think that some of those numbers get bloated a little bit. I think that they've played actually some some decent quarterbacks this year to start the season, and, and I, yeah, I know I know Haneke played great in that playoff game, but I don't know. I mean, you look at the teams with great quarterbacks that just smoked them. I mean, you got Mahomes, you got Herbert, you got Josh Allen. It just seems maybe they can catch their stride, but I, it all depends if you're Washington, how good do you think Tua is? I don't, I think the jury's still out at Tua and it's all about how close do you think you are to contending with that defense? And how good do you think that defense is? It's a, it's a stay away for me. I, I think, yeah, 
they would. I actually think they would be better off going against Deshaun Watson. Um, I, I think legal issues aside, and we haven't, we don't really know what's going on with that. I, and I kind of, I, mm-hmm. I think it's all hearsay at this point until the NFL actually does something or, or the the court does something because we just don't know, right? He's 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 not suspended by the NFL. He's just the third string quarterback who <laughs> yeah, just has decided out. not to use <laughs> at all. I, I mean, personally by the allegations like I, it's just horrific I, I don't know you know I, I just I don't know enough information there hasn't been enough information conveyed to us for me to form like an actual opinion but if these allegations are true I don't think Deshaun Watson should ever play in the NFL again but we all know that's not how sports work or how the real world works he's he's a top five quarterback in the NFL and if I was Washington I would that's the move that I would be considering. I'm not sure about my why. What do you think about Tua? I like I I like Tua. I just don't think like at this time that Tua has proved that he has a ton more worth than Heineke does. Yeah. So why would you like make these moves to basically get a wash at least right now? Um, I like Tua's injury prone. I mean, he hasn't even played a full season yet. Um, this is his second year, so. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, and this isn't his first, like he was injured in college too. So, uh, um, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I think I'd maybe try to write it out with Heineke a little bit. Um, and if you're in the, you know, if you're in the bottom, you're going to get those draft picks anyway. So I don't, I don't see, I wouldn't. Um, and when it comes to like Watson, um, I mean like the reason that Gruden's emails got, investigated in the first place was because of the allegations of women in the Washington, um, their organization. uh, Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, like right now, like it's almost like, you know, Washington almost has like a war on women anyway. So, Hey, maybe he'll be at home there. Well, you know, and it is the Washington football team. This is a team that, uh, you know, with all the, the email allegations that, you know, they just decided, you know, three days before an NFL game to honor the late great Sean Taylor, and that was just a absolute shit show and an embarrassment. I mean, that friend, Dan Snyder, they, you know, I don't want to go to keep this to football as much as possible, but that yeah. dude forced <laughs> to sell a team and just like go butt fuck a goat or whatever. Like that guy just absolutely <laughs> sucks. I mean, he is he is he is one of the worst owners in sports. He he really truly is, and th- this whole thing just just stinks. I mean, regardless of what. You think of John Gruden, it was really bad, and John Gruden deserves to to not be an NFL coach. But I, I definitely think yeah. Dan Snyder and the NFL really made him the fall guy to cover up from whatever else was in those emails. A hundred percent. I feel the same exact way. Like let's I don't go- think that we're done here, but yeah, let's move on. Yeah, I, I know, I'm with you, Brian. <laughs> I, I think that they were, it was just fishy, right? I mean, the entire yeah. thing was like you're waiting for these emails, and then the NFL comes out and goes, "Yeah, our investigation's done. We're all good." <laughs> yep. <laughs> just 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 freaking weird. Um let's go on to the Atlanta Falcons are at the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> it's funny we just talked about Miami and Atlanta is a two and a half point favorite in that game. Interesting. Very interesting game. Atlanta is two and three. Miami is uh whopping one and five. Yeah. <laughs> what are kind of your thoughts on this game? Let's hear the injury reports and give me Kind of give me your thoughts because the last time you and I were on a podcast together, we were a little bit uh, down on Matt Ryan, I would say. So, yeah, kind of yeah. give me your thoughts a little bit. I still feel that way. Um, 
right now out, they have a linebacker. They have Dante Fowler out. Um, doubtful cornerback Avery Williams. Uh, Dolphins, uh, we have a lot of questionable. Nobody's guaranteed out yet. So we have Devontae Parker, Preston Williams, uh, Greg Mance, uh, who's a corner center. Sorry. Uh, Jalen Phillips, linebacker, um, cornerback Xavier Howard, which is kind of a big deal. Cornerback Noah, I can't even say his last name. <laughs> Agbaniki. Anyways, um, that was terrible. I should have never even tried. Uh, and then we also have Byron Jones out or questionable. So um, that's a lot of defense that's questionable. That um, makes me question my decision of drafting or picking them up off the waivers. <laughs> um, I so like this game to me is kind of it's a little scary for the fact that like I just said like in fantasy I have the Dolphins defense I think I'm playing them in two of my leagues um so like I'm counting on it not being a very high scoring game but like also I could see the Falcons just like doing something crazy and putting up 31 points um because it doesn't matter (laughs) and that's why I could see them doing that it's like ah this is just like a game that's you know, everybody's expecting not to be a great game and the Falcons just will go off and you're like, okay, like, where was that when you needed it? Um, what's the, what's the spread on this? Two and a half points? Spread is Atlanta two and a half. Uh, I'm going to take the Dolphins for fun. You are going to take the Dolphins. I am actually going to take Atlanta and I don't think this is going to be very close. I think Atlanta is going to smoke them. And the reason being is oh. I can't remember a team granted last year, no one played in London because of COVID, but I cannot remember the last time a team played in London and didn't have a buy and they're coming back. I think their body is going to be off. And I think that Atlanta, <laughs> at least offensively, and this is, this is really all centered around Kyle Pitts. I mean, if you remember the last time the Falcons played, cause they had a buy last week, they played against the jets. It was in London. And Kyle Pitts had nine catches, 119 yards, and a touchdown. Like that was, this was a game that we had all been waiting for. Pat Ryan was good. He was 33 for 45, 342 yards, and two touchdowns. I just think that they're going to come back. I think Miami's, I think they're going to have some jet lag. There's a lot. You just, as you alluded to in the Washington Green Bay preview, there's been a lot of rumors about Tua. Uh, there was even a couple of days ago it came out that Deshaun Watson was going to Miami and two knew, no one knew where Tua was going. Is either going to be Washington, possibly Carolina, possibly Denver, maybe even Houston. I just think this team, I don't know. I know a lot of people were hyped about Brian Flores. I, I just don't see it. I just think Atlanta is going to come in and just they're going to beat the brains off of Miami. I, I don't think this game is going to even be that close. Ooh, already then. Um, yeah, so you, you think that, like, that was the game that Pitts needed and, like, he's just going to, like, go crazy from here on out? Well, as someone that has Kyle Pitts' stock and has him in one fantasy <laughs> league, I hope so. Um, you know, I think it, it, it's it's time. Uh, you know, we'll we'll see what happens with it. But I, I it should be shaping up to be like that. You know, I mean, he was – I don't know if Atlanta wasn't using him properly, but I, put that dude in the slot, put that dude on the outside, and let that guy cook. You know what I mean? Like, he is – yeah. That good of a talent. He's that athletic. Mm-hmm. You, you took him, you took him in the top five. Let, let this dude work. You know what I mean? And I, I just, I'm not sold on Miami. They've lost five in a row. I, 
you know, I know people down there love Brian Flores. I'm not saying that he's not a good coach, but at some point their offense doesn't look very good. It just, two was hurt all yeah. the time, as you alluded to in the last segment. <laughs> it just, I just see, I can just see Atlanta just really beating the brains out of Miami. I honestly see this as being like a Gusecki Pitts showdown. Um, and like it that. actually does surprise me, like how long it took Pitts to have a good game. Cause typically tight ends do really well in Atlanta. Um, so yeah, we'll see how it ends up going. I mean, it's like, I don't really care about this game personally. I yeah. don't have much stock other than defense right now. I do have Kyle Pitts in the league. I have Gusecki in a league. Um, so I don't, I'm not just saying that I think it's going to be a showdown because of those two. I actually think that it, that's legit. Like they're the two biggest talents on their teams right now. I like it. I dig it. I dig it. You ready to talk a little New York Jets, New England Patriots? Sure. So the Jets and the Patriots, both these teams hate each other. New England is favored by seven. This is in New England. The Jets are one and four and New England is two and four. I mean, New England basically needs this game to keep their playoff hopes alive. I don't know if they're going to get in if they drop to two and five. The Jets, you know, the Jets, <laughs> the Jets are the Jets. Um, they're coming off a bye, as, as I just alluded to. They were just in London against Atlanta. They've won one game. They beat Tennessee 27-24. They've lost to Carolina. They've already played New England. They lost 25-6. They lost to Denver 26-0. And then, it, obviously, Atlanta, they lost 27-20. What are you thinking? This is in Foxborough. Joanna, give me your thoughts on the New York Jets, the 1-4 New York Jets at the 2-4 and four New England Patriots. Jets going to jet. Jets going to um, love it. <laughs> We have a new Browns. Uh, yeah, I, I I think that the Patriots should win. They have a ton of injuries, though. It's real bad. Um, like, I don't even want to tell you everybody who's out because it's just absolutely insane. <laughs> <laughs> um, I guess, like, big names that are out would be um, Brandon Bolden. We have Brandon King out. Uh, Jalen Mills. Nick Folk is questionable. Or sorry, these guys are actually all questionable. Um Devonta Hightower. Uh yeah, it's just it's they're they're banged up. So but I still I still feel like they should easily beat them. Um <laughs> I don't feel like your defense needs to be like high tier to beat the Jets. So um <laughs> as far as <laughs> people who are out for the Jets, we have Tyler Croft. Um doubtful their linebacker Mosley and then um, questionable is Tevin Coleman who hasn't really been huge with the Jets offense this year Um, I personally thought that he'd get a little bit more time in just because he's a vet but um, it seems like Carter's doing decent I mean for being on a Jets offense so I am liking I hate to say it I like the Patriots in this game and I think they actually cover too I don't see this game being particularly close if you look at New England's last three games, all right, they had the Tampa game, which they very easily could have won. They lose 19-17. They miss a field goal as time expired. Yeah. The Houston game, obviously there was going to be a letdown. They beat Houston 25-22. And, you know, I watched that Dallas-New England game, and, you know, New England could have easily won that game. I, I thought Dallas did the whole shoot themselves in the foot. Um, they were way more talented, obviously, than, than New England was. And, you know, well, <laughs> 
our old buddy Mike McCarthy is going to Mike McCarthy when it comes to uh, clock management. Oh, yeah. New England easily could have won that game. And I think their last three games, they, they've been playing pretty good ball. I think they need to get a win, as as you alluded to. They got some some guys banged up. But I just think from a confidence standpoint, let's get a win. Oh, what's an easy win? The New York Jets are coming up on the schedule. I think Mac <laughs> Jones balls out. I think New England covers this game. I love New England. I think New England wins, and it's not even close. Jacoby Myers gets his first touchdown. Woo! It's happening. <laughs> it has to happen. Let's do it. I like it. I like it. All right, let's. Michael's uh, going to be so proud of us. He should be very happy with that one. This, so we have some crazy spreads, right? So the the biggest spread we've given you so far was Green Bay. They're given nine and a half. We have three games coming up that are in double digits, which is pretty rare wow. in the NFL. Yeah. The first one is the the Jason Golf Detroit Lions haven't won a game yet. Going into LA to play Matthew Stafford and the Rams. The Rams, Joanna, are favored by 15 and a half. That is crazy high. This is uh, yeah, I really if I would if I were to bet on this game, I would probably bet Detroit just to cover because it's just that's yeah. just that's just crazy how high that spread is. Usually when you that that spread is just too high. It's easy to take the points, but Detroit Lions also have not won a game, and the mm-hmm. talent discrepancy between the the Rams and the Lions is a lot. Oh yeah, it, it is. The a Rams lot. have such a solid team. They do, and they they are should be either them, Tampa Bay, Green Bay should be the favorites coming out of the NFC. They're beastly. I don't know, man. I, this is going to be – this is crazy. They just killed the Giants. <laughs> I, well, give me your – give me your. first of all, I don't even think you have to do the injury report on this because, I mean, it, it's – it's Yeah. The, the Rams could be starting their backup quarterback and the talent discrepancy would still be that much. What do you think about this <laughs> game, Joanna? Give me your thoughts on this game. Do the Detroit Lions have a chance? I don't think so. Um, I mean, it's a revenge game for both quarterbacks, though, so that's interesting. Um, but I still don't think that the Lions have a chance. I mean, and I think the the best thing about Stafford for me is that they'll be up like 30 points and he's still just like chucking the ball. Like <laughs> he doesn't even care. Like they're not just running it. Like he's just throwing the ball around like no mercy. Uh, and I, I think they're going to do that against the, the Lions here, too. Um, I, I think that the fans in the stadium are going to be rooting for Stafford, to be honest with you. I, I agree. I, I just want to give you some Matthew Stafford uh, stats here. Through six oh, games, he's averaging 307 yards a game. He's thrown 16 touchdown passes, four interceptions. <laughs> Cooper Cup, this is the other thing about Detroit. How are you going to guard? Who's going to cover Cooper Cup? Cooper Cup has 46 receptions. He's averaging 109 yards a game. He's already got seven touchdowns. Now, here's crazy, right? So, Cooper Cup has 46 receptions through six games. Robert Woods, the second on the team in receptions, has 29. Wow. That is crazy. I do not – this is probably going to be, again, a stay away for me. I have no idea how the Lions win this game. I have no idea. <laughs> no, no idea. No idea. And, and just the, the the stats that I gave you about um, Matthew Stafford, you look at Jared Goff. Jared Goff is averaging 250 yards passing a game. He's got seven touchdowns and four interceptions. That's actually not as bad as I thought it was. 
Yeah, but it, it, it kind of just tells you everything you need to know, right? I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's crazy. I You had the, the head coach who um, I love, and he kind of called Jerry Goff up the other day. I, I don't know, man. I, I think the Rams probably win this going away. Maybe Detroit gets a, a last-second touchdown to get it within 15, but. I yeah, I mean, this is almost like a home game for Stafford. So it shouldn't be. Even if the Lions are good, I'd probably still go with Los Angeles on this one. I would agree with you. I would agree with you. So I got to yeah. ask you a question, Joanna. What did you think of the Raider game last week? Because our next game is the 2-4 and four Philadelphia Eagles at the Las Vegas Raiders, who I have to say they are 4-2. and two. They are 4-2. and two. The Raiders are 4-2. and two. <laughs> They are favored by three. It's crazy when you think about all the stuff, you know, the John Gruden stuff, everything like that. They are they're they're right there. If the season ended today, they would be a wild card team. They they'd be in it. They're still very much into it. I thought they had a very, very, very good game last week. I, I thought that they came they really came to battle. What are kind of your thoughts about this game? Okay, I actually didn't really get to watch it because I was traveling most of the day and that just, it, I tried. <laughs> I tried my best. We got to like this like big bar in Nashville where there was like a band downstairs and like there was like projectors up and they had Green Bay's game on. So I wasn't watching like Red Zone or anything. Um, so as far as Las Vegas goes in general, like I've kind of been saying this for a while, like I'm like surprised at how well they're doing and I kind of dig it. Um, but they have like all these pieces falling together, right? Like these, these wide receivers, they can all make big plays. So they're all a threat. They're all young. So they still make mistakes, but the, to top it off, like you have Josh Jacobs, who's phenomenal and you have Waller who is the best tight end in the league, as far as I'm concerned. I think that people will just be like, no, it's Kelsey. But like, for me, it's Waller. (laughs) Um, So, I mean, yeah, I I, I could, I see that, I see the Raiders continuing to do well. And um, I do think that there's a lot of people that are probably thinking like, oh, Philadelphia, they're just going to blow it out of the water. And I don't see that to be true. I actually want to take the Raiders on this one. I wouldn't be surprised if the Eagles won, but I I don't think they're going to. What's the spread? Three. Vegas is favored by no. three. Well, it could be a three point game, but I do still take the Raiders. Yes, this is this is one of those weird Sunday games where life in the NFL, the Raiders should win this game, but would you really be surprised if Philly won this game? I wouldn't. I don't know how I'm going to bet this game. I'm actually kind of leaning towards Philly just a little bit. They're just a little too Jekyll and Hyde for me. But you look at their the games that they played yeah. outside of the Dallas game, which I, that was a Monday night game. Dallas was all juiced up. Dallas won 41-21. All their games have been relatively close, right? I mean, they lose to Kansas City 30-42. That game was a little bit closer than, than what the score indicates. They beat Carolina, mm-hmm. going to Carolina, beat them. And that Tampa game, I mean, they, they were right there uh, on Thursday night football. I know it was a short week, but no, it, it just depends which Philly team are you going to get. Are you going to get the good Jalen Hurts where they're dialed in? And from a fantasy standpoint, I'm going to swear a little bit. Fucking Miles Sanders, can you please just score one fucking touchdown for every <laughs> fantasy owner that took you? Please, 
just please, just one. My, uh, you're a sucker. One. <laughs> I can't believe you took Sanders. <laughs> I took him late. My he was literally on the board still in the third round, and I was like, nope. <laughs> I, got him in the, I got him in the fifth round in my dime scene, but it's just All like, right. dude, can you just please do something? You know, it's who knows? I don't know. I don't know this game. I don't know about this game. Like I said, I haven't decided how I'm going to bet yet. Yeah, I well, really... on the other side of it, though, like with Vegas, everybody's like, oh, with Kenyon Drake coming in, like, oh, Jacobs isn't going to get as many carries. <laughs> you guys are all fools. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Uh, yeah, I can easily, I think the Raiders should win. They're favored to win. I would not be surprised to look up on Sunday night. You know, that's a, that's a 305 start. Yeah. And, and, and Philly wins. Even if Philly wins, like, by 10 points, I, I really would not be surprised by that at all yeah I wouldn't be surprised but I don't I just don't think they're going to um (laughs) however even though this is a home game like (laughs) none of the fans know when they're supposed to be quiet or loud they're just loud the whole time (laughs) so (laughs) they do have to work against the crowd even when they're at home (laughs) I like that I like that hey this is one of our favorite teams coming up and this is one of those other ones that's a huge spread the Matt Nagy Chicago Bears at three and three are traveling to Tampa Bay to play the Tom Brady led Buccaneers who are five and one. The <laughs> spread in this game is 12 and a half. That's a very, very big spread. Yeah, it is. Joanna, I'll give my thoughts after you. What do you think about it? <laughs> um, the Bears just don't look good. Um, I mean, like they have a lot of close games and I'm actually almost like surprised at how well they've been holding up. But I mean, you're playing against Tom Brady. um, And like, as much as I love to just be like, yeah, Tom Brady can't win this one, even though like in the back of my mind, I know he's going to, I'm just, I'm going to have to take the bucks. I, I don't know if they'll get the spread on this one. Um, That's a big spread. I don't a like very that. Big spread. You know, like they don't have AB this week. They don't have Gronk. Um, They have a couple, you know, Richard Sherman's out, Levante David's out. As far, I mean, there's a lot more injuries on the Bears. um, But everybody, I think a lot, most of these people will play. Um, You know, like Cleo Mack has a foot injury right now, which is always kind of a bummer um, when you're a Bears fan. Because they just like ride on Cleo Mack's shoulders. Like, we got Cleo. (laughs) it's true and you know it so yeah but i i mean tom it's tom brady and i don't i don't see the bears pulling out a win so i like i could be closer than what a lot of people might think but um yeah bucks it's gonna be bucks i agree i i think that tampa bay should win this game i I would probably take the bears and the points though because just because 12 and a half like i said earlier about the the Lions at the Rams. It's just that's just too many points. But I'm gonna go on a little bit of a Bears rant here. Of course. Going back that's to what last I was expecting. week. Going back <laughs> to last week when they played the Packers. You know, Green uh-huh. Bay came in, granted they had Elton Jenkins back, but their offensive line is banged up. Green Bay's missing their number two receiver and their offense really, really hasn't clicked. And what Aaron Rodgers did to that defense, he was seventeen for twenty three. Granted it was under two hundred yards. He missed some plays, too. I mean, he, he those easily. I mean, mm-hmm. he missed Tunyon. He missed Devontae. He missed a lot of plays in that game. But here's where I'm going to really, 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 really kill Chicago. 
Green Bay came into that game. Their number one corner, if he's not one, he's two behind Jalen Ramsey. Jair Alexander didn't play. Kevin King didn't play. Green Bay rolled out there. Eric Stokes, who's a rookie, and some guy whose name I can't even pronounce, who got benched after the first series. And they brought in Rashul Butler, who they just picked up, right? Granted, they had Chandler <laughs> Sullivan playing in the slot. Darnell Savage left that game. Preston Smith left that game. They were playing, Green Bay was, a little bit with players that I have never even heard of. And even right. so, Justin Fields had 174 yards passing. Khalil Herbert had a decent game, right? He had mm-hmm. 19 carries for 97 yards and a touchdown. I told my buddies who are Bears fans before the game even started, Allen Robinson should have 150 yards receiving in that game. Allen Robinson had four catches for 53 yards. That was an embarrassing offensive performance by the Bears. And the reason that I like Tampa going into this game is Tampa Bay has just as banged up of a secondary as Green Bay does. And I just do not trust Matt Nagy to figure this out and to figure out how to beat these teams. Granted, I think Tampa's front seven is a little bit better than Green Bay's. But there is no way that the Chicago Bears, with that banged up of a secondary that Green Bay had, to score 14 points. Tampa Bay's front seven, as I alluded to, is better than Green Bay's. I don't know how they score more than 14 points. I really don't. That was, if you're a Bears fan, that offensive performance was just straight up embarrassing last week. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, as a matter of fact, we in one of my leagues, somebody dropped Allen Robinson. Ooh. Ooh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't take him because, like, right now, all of my receivers are just as good as he is. I don't even know if Allen Robinson is a wide receiver one anymore. Mooney got, oh, gosh, seven targets last week. Robinson got eight. Um, but, I mean, like, he's supposed to be your guy, right? Like, why aren't we throwing the ball to him? So, yeah. Fields, though, does look a lot more comfortable. Um, he looks like he he knows what he's doing. A little bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I, I yeah, just, he doesn't look scared, you know. Yeah, he, that, that, I'll give him that. I mean, I think <laughs> I, I, I think that Justin Fields would have been the perfect Patriot quarterback. I, I think he would have been – he would have guaranteed succeeded anywhere but Chicago. Chicago, I can't take Chicago seriously. And I know Bears fans are going to be like, hey, we're 3-3. Three and three, We're right there. Yeah, you still suck. Yeah. I don't, <laughs> until you get rid of your head coach – and your GM, this is going to be the life. And as a Packer fan, I'm sure you are too, I hope they give Matt Nagy a lifetime contract because that dude does. <laughs> There's something something up with that dude. But, yeah, I, I, I think Tampa Bay wins this pretty easily. I don't know if they cover. I still have to kind of think about that. But you're you're on board too, right? You think Tampa Bay wins? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, it's, I, yeah. I love This seeing. isn't like a loss for the Bucks in my eyes. I feel like they should easily win this. Yeah, you know, just the opposite of Philly and Vegas. I would be, if, you know, Sunday night rolls around and I see that the Bears beat Tampa Bay, I would be surprised. That that would surprise oh, me. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Ultimate shock. Ultimate <laughs> shock. All right, let's go to the <laughs> biggest spread of the entire weekend. So we have the 1-5 Houston Texans at the 6-0 and Arizona Cardinals. Arizona is favored by 17-and-a-half. Oof. That is crazy, and because of that, I am telling you, I am taking the Houston Texans to cover. And I don't know, is Arizona due for a letdown? What do you think, Joanne? Are are they kind of (laughs) riding high here? I mean, 
No, they're due for the letdown next week. Remember? I like that. I like that. <laughs> Maybe they're looking ahead a little bit, coming on a short week. What is there? Probably. Let me, let me rephrase the question. Is there any way the Houston Texans can win this game? Um, probably not. Um, <laughs> like the Cardinals just have a lot of targets. They have a lot of weapons. Um, you know, the, the, the Houston defense is a little bit better than I thought they were going to be, but they are not great. Um, I have the Cardinals defense. I'm playing them. I am betting that they're going to do very well. Um, <laughs> just, I mean, they don't, it's, I don't, I don't see any way that Texas, like the Texans can win this. I just, I don't like, there's only so much that Brandon Cooks can do. Other than that, who do they have? Like Ferkser or is that the Titans? That's the Titans. Yeah, that's it. They have Brandon Cooks and, and Mark Ingram. <laughs> yeah. Incredible, right? I mean, I think you, you alluded you alluded to it. Arizona, I think, just has too many weapons. You know, James Conner already has five touchdowns this year. Yep. Andre Hopkins that's my has dog. he is. DeAndre Hopkins has six. Christian Kirk has three. And AJ Green has three. They just have so many weapons on that team. I mean, yeah, and they just acquired Zach Ertz. Exactly. Oh, let's just add another weapon. I'm actually starting Zach Ertz this week, so appreciate that. Come on, me Kyle. too. Throw him a couple. Rondale times. Moore too. I, I think Arizona wins this going away. Uh, I really do. I mean, maybe Houston can get it within 17. I'm not sure. I really wouldn't be surprised if this was like 48 to 10. <laughs> like I yeah. just think Arizona <laughs> should go in there and just run the score up. I don't see how if Arizona is granted, I don't want to make this too bold of a statement, but if Arizona is supposed to be a Super Bowl contender, they should just go in there and run rough shot over this team. I mean, it was just a couple weeks ago, like as Buffalo beat them 40 to nothing. Indianapolis just beat them 31 to three. Arizona should go in there and be able to just kick the shit out of this team. This really shouldn't be that close in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, especially if Carson Wentz can do it, Kyler Murray should be able to do it. Like, I talk smack about Kyler and how I feel like he gets lucky a lot, but, I mean, he's still better than Carson Wentz, so. I agree. I agree. We are going to get to the Sunday night game, which I have got to be really crazy weird. Maybe I'm deranged. This is my favorite game of the weekend. It's the 2-4 and four Colts at the 2-3 and three San Francisco 49ers. The spread is San Francisco three and a half. They are coming off of a bye. I'm really intrigued by this game. I, I think there is a lot of crazy storylines in this game. If you're the Colts, this is a must-win game. If you're San Francisco, this is a must-win game. I don't think the season has started out what either team had hoped for. You know, Indy obviously went and got Carson Wentz, who, if you look at his stats at least, Carson Wentz is kind of balling a little bit. Yeah, I mean, no, he he is doing better. He looks a lot better. I actually was talking about that last week. He looks a little bit like more of like the old Carson, like just a little bit though. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit. <laughs> I, I'm with you on that. They just got Ty Hilton back. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, Jonathan Taylor is, is playing better. He's averaging five and a half yards per carry. And yeah, he just looks like it again. I, they're still two and four, right? I don't want to make too big of a deal on this, but they're, they just seem to be kind of coming back, coming their own. I, I don't know. And I'm, I'm so 
intrigued by San Francisco, right? They make all trade all this draft capital to get up to Trey Lance. I know Kyle Russell is probably going nuts right now. I, <laughs> you're just in, doesn't this game interest you a little bit? Like, is the football nerd in you? This is just so interesting because I think whoever loses is done, and whoever wins, hey, you're right back into it. Yeah, yeah, and like both of them, it's like they don't have just like these like superstar players, right? Like they all, they all have like people who are just like all really good. Well, ex- I don't know. I think that Jonathan Taylor is a superstar personally. Hell so yeah. Devo. Hell yeah. All right. I take it back. But like, as far as both of the teams go, it's like, so we have Garoppolo playing this weekend. Um, meh. We have Wentz playing this weekend. Also meh. So <laughs> the, the, the game should be good. <laughs> like it should be a fun game to watch. Um, I don't think there's going to be like a ton of three and outs or anything. I think they're just going to be playing and it's, it's going to be like grinding the gears the whole time. I'm hoping for like a 21, 17, like old style, tough physical defense type game. I mean, this, this game could yeah. really, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think this game could really go anywhere and I'm just, I'm so intrigued by it. it, it it's, it's just, I think this is just going to be a good football game. You know what I mean? Like, it, I think I'm. It's going to be good. I think Chris Collinsworth is going to be going nuts. I think there's going to be a lot of big hits. I think Indy's defense is pretty good. San Francisco's we know is pretty good. It's just both teams' offenses are not where I think Frank Wright and Kyle Shanahan want it to be. Yeah, absolutely. I'm like, yeah, I, they're just not like overwhelmingly great. Um, but they also can both pull out wins against any good team too, I think. So it's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. And I I think like, we're going to learn a lot more about both of these teams with this matchup. I agree. I agree. So before we get to the last game, who do you, who do you like in this game? I don't want to (sighs) pick. Sorry, Kyle. I'm going to take the Colts. Sorry, Kyle. I'm taking the Colts too. Let's go, baby. <laughs> and Kyle just shut off the podcast. He is going to us. It's okay. All right. Let's get to the last game before we get out of here. It's Monday Night Football. It's yep. the three and two Jameis Winston New Orleans Saints against the Russell Wilson less Seattle Seahawks, who are two and four. Mm-hmm. I don't really got much to say about this game. New Orleans is favored by yeah. five and a half. New Orleans should win this game. I think Seattle covers. I think Seattle's done, Joanna. I really do. I think their defense stinks. I think uh-huh. with Russell Wilson being out, I think it just – this could be – it could be overtime for Seattle here. It, it I mean, this could yeah. – if they lose, their season could be done. Give me your thoughts on this game. Yeah, I, I, with like my coworker, we we're getting like on our plate on Wednesday, and he goes, "Oh, it's Saints versus Seahawks next Monday Night Football," and I was like, "Yeah, that would have been a great game last year." Like, <laughs> and I'm so confused as to what you're excited about right now. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's it's a, it's a bummer, you know, watching Russell go out. I, like, I love Russell Wilson. I know you love Russell Wilson, right? Like, he's badger. proud to be a Badger. Yeah, yep. and, and and we love it. We love him for it. He brought us to a Rose Bowl. Let's go. Um, especially because he also defied the odds. Like, he was supposed to be like what a third string quarterback, and he was their starter like right away. Yeah. Um, so, and, you know, as far as Jameis goes, like, Jameis is, I mean, he's a decent quarterback. Um, like, he's not great. You know, he's a good quarterback. He's fine. 
He's good, fine. <laughs> he is, he's, he's, he's got, what if I told you that he has thrown 12 interceptions and only three interceptions? Wait, I'm sorry, 12 touchdowns. That's the Martini talking. 12 touchdowns and three interceptions. I mean, he's been, yeah. he's been doing good. Like, he is, we haven't, it hasn't been bad, but I mean, can you trust Geno Smith? I mean, can you, at the end of the day, can you really trust Geno Smith? I think this game comes down to which quarterback and which coach do you trust more? Sean Payton and Jameis Winston or Pete Carroll and, and Geno Smith. And Pete Carroll, the backbone of his teams have been good defense. And that Seattle defense is Not awful. Good. Yeah, they ain't good. Yep. Yeah. I yeah. And I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Payton and Winston for sure. Um like I just Gino is too like oh gosh, spontaneous, um, frantic. I don't know what the right word is, but like he just does these crazy things. You're like, what are you doing? Stop it. Like, <laughs> you don't have to go crazy right now. It's, it's first and 10. <laughs> um, you know, there's Collins is playing this week. There's no Chris Carson. Um, I don't like, I've, I don't think that anything I've seen Collins play. He's fine. Um, he's a decent running back. I, I don't think that they're going to have a ton of problems switching over from Carson. Um, I think that Carson's performance so far this year has been not what he usually is. Um, so, yeah, I just, I mean, you know, the Saints have Kamara. Um, they just have a lot more weapons and better, higher quality players than Seattle, I think. Um, I don't know. And, like, I think, like, as far as, like, Lockett goes, like, Lockett is – like he's Russ's buddy, right? Like I don't even know if Lockett would be super good on another team. Like it's like that's like Russ's guy. So yeah, let's see what DK and Gino can hook up and do. And um, yeah, Saints. I rambled on too hard, too far for this. No, one. I, I thought it was fun. <laughs> I, I, I agree with everything that you just said. I mean, it's gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. But I think this is gonna be. I think Week Seven is gonna. I, it's always where stuff picks up. I think it's going to be really good, and I can't wait for it. And, Joanna, I can't wait to talk about Week 8 with you. Maybe I'll hop on for the Week 7 recap, maybe talk a little fantasy during the week. But this was a lot of fun. I appreciate you spending your Friday night with me. It's 8.50. Go make some dinner. Eat some food. (laughs) Yes. I'm so excited. You have no idea. (laughs) All right, girl. This was a lot of fun. Um, We'll see everybody later. Go Pack Go and Bucks and Six. Sorry, you guys listen to the Wisconsin crew. Peace. That's right.